Hello, and <laughs> welcome to another episode of Jay and Ross Talk Shit. I'm Ross. I'm Jay. And uh, despite having our Christmas episode last week, we're back again before Christmas. Possibly after Christmas. I don't know when this is going to go live. Right. I was thinking Friday, but... Uh, yeah, you know, but it's Christmas. Who's going to listen to it on Christmas? Exactly. Maybe next week. Okay. Maybe this will be a special... So this uh, is... This would be post-New Year's then, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Barely. Oh, shit. This so, will... It'll be a whole new year by the time anybody hears this. Yeah. The time it's, discrepancy is just blowing my mind. Nobody's, yeah, nobody's going to listen to this for a year? Is that what that means? Yeah, until next year. 365 days? Well, not that long. Oh. <laughs> but okay. we'll be different people because yeah, like, like, the, well, when the I calendar guess, turns over. I guess you have a lot of time to edit it. I do, I do. 365 days is a lot. We're going to make it epic. Uh, I'll just, <laughs> you know, Seriously. edit like 10 minutes a day of like this massive... <laughs> no, not really. This is gonna be <laughs> this is gonna be a pretty uh, normal episode, or at least it's the not closest. Be nine days. Hopefully not. Okay. Uh, I don't know if any. We got a lot of free time, Ross. You do. You, yeah. <laughs> not really. You no. actually work a lot. Yeah, I work, <laughs> I work tonight. Yeah. In about nine hours. So. Yeah. But anyway, this is a we're doing a kind of current event episode, talking about a few things that we found in the news that interested us both. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know that can be tough finding things that we that are relevant enough to even talk about because right. there's so much fluff out there and things that we both have stuff to say about. Sure, so, uh, we're gonna be across the board a little bit of politics, a little bit of movies. You can jump around if you want. We'll uh, let's talk little... about drugs, Ross. Let's, you want to talk Christmas. about the drugs first? <laughs> it's all about drugs. We got to keep the viewers in. Right. Like, you know, come on. Well, well, let, cocaine of drugs. No. <laughs> You want to talk about this uh, Martin Shkreli douchebag? Yeah, see? It's appropriate. That was a segue. <laughs> you guys didn't know that. That's entertainment. Yes. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so uh, this guy, <laughs> you might have seen on Facebook uh, over the last <coughs> year or so, every once in a while, people would post that meme about this guy who raised the cost of an AIDS drug from, was it was thir- Strong- $1,350 to $750 per pill. Yeah, strongly going for biggest piece of shit of 2015. Yeah. Like, he's at least he's, getting the nomination. I don't know if he'll take it, but he's definitely getting the nom. This is a piece of human garbage <laughs> yeah. who, who not only did that, yeah. but then bragged about it on the internet and how he's cheating people who are dying out of a lot of money mm-hmm. because he can. Mm-hmm. Which... Like, like to me, this whole thing is an argument against capitalism in the pharmaceutical industry. Just a little bit. Uh, but, I mean, you know, there are other people who are well, hardcore against that. Or the they fucking <laughs> bullshit about it is, like, he, like, he'll, like, even, like, just, like, he started justifying at the beginning. Yeah. He was like, we had to boost it up that much to stay competitive. So, like, you're telling me. That even if you raised it to $100 a pill, which is still ridiculous. Yeah. Like, you would still have been fucked? <laughs> like, is that what you're telling me? Yeah. I'm a grown-ass man. No, okay? there's no way. I can count. Okay? People, he he saw an opportunity where he's like, well, these people need this pill, and they're going to pay whatever the hell they want to because mm-hmm. their lives on the, are on the line. So might as well jack it up and get more out of them. Just mm-hmm. It's so evil. <laughs> and... uh you know, like when people argue about the idea of a single payer health system or, you know, covering everybody and just making it so you can get those pills if you need them. Yeah. Like they say that's socialist, but like when the, when the alternative is then to have people who can purposely jack up the price just because 
there's no other possible way you can survive. Like, that's just so fucked up. Yeah. And uh, I'm glad this guy's getting arrested for yeah. being a scumbag. He's the type of guy that if I, like, saw him getting beat to shit, I'd be like, well, I guess that's what happens to him. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. We did all we could to save you. We can sell you some bandages for $1,000 <laughs> a roll. And... <laughs> no, because he can afford it. Right. That's, we gotta, that's a good point. We got to <laughs> What does he, like, not have? Uh-huh. Kind of like you have to trade in basic human decency for right, care, yeah. and uh, you have to give homeless people hugs. That's what you have to do. <laughs> like, like, but yeah, I I saw a little bit of that. I hadn't read into the guy much beforehand, aside from just how it had gone around the internet. Mm-hmm. And you pulled up an article where he was trying to argue, like, well, people just don't know my side of things. Yeah, like what exactly could no. that? It wasn't even that. Like, he was saying the side, like, it wasn't telling his side of the story because, like, the government was just out to get him because he was such a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, <laughs> if you don't, if, like, you even think of that as a possibility, how is that not a light bulb to go, yeah. Oh, if, if you're maybe such a, I'm a piece of shit. If you're such a <laughs> colossal waste of space and such a piece of shit that. The government, like the actual U.S. federal government, yeah. is out to find things to arrest you. Then you're you're probably pretty awful. Maybe that's yeah. the problem beforehand. Especially if he really did do something illegal, which from the sounds of it he did. Like yeah. if his argument is like, well, that illegal thing I did would be overlooked if I weren't such a piece of shit. He was like <laughs> taking not a good argument. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> <laughs> I guess what. He was paying off people that he'd already fucked over. Yeah. With funds that were not his. Yeah. <laughs> so he did, he just fucked over rich people. Yeah. <laughs> this he, time, basically. He, what, he, he made off them. Or really, yeah. uh, uh, who's the dude? <laughs> Which fuck. dude? <laughs> no, fuck. I just had his name. Like Bernie Madoff. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, okay, sure. Sure, what I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another guy. Like, <laughs> once. <laughs> Once you, once you steal from rich people, that's when they've had enough. Like yeah. this, yeah, exactly. You, know, you rip off poor people with AIDS, then you know you get some people on the internet pissed at you, but you get to keep being rich and happy. And what a yeah, right? Are, are they happy? Are they happy? Because I mean, they have no souls. So to yeah. be to have human emotions, you need to have a soul. So I think they're just neutral, just right. like ooh, more paper, more <laughs> right? Yeah, it's it's about. A More paper and fake boobs. That's what it is. Or maybe he's into buttholes. I don't know. <laughs> or cocaine. Or, or, or cocaine and, uh, and men's abs. I don't know. I don't know his thing. I don't know his personal life. <laughs> We're not making okay. judgments on anybody. 2015, just, don't get all fucking before you start blogging. Right. Okay. We're just not making assumptions. Okay. On what this guy. And maybe he likes fake butt cheeks. I don't maybe. know. Maybe. And that's a thing. I don't know why you fake put butt fake cheeks? butt cheeks in your butt. Just have a better butt. I guess. <laughs> but is that really a better butt? I don't know, man. Are fake boobs really better boobs? No, they're not. See, but (laughs) people still want them. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. (laughs) What I'm saying is, ladies, enjoy your bodies. They're awesome. Uh Even with the... Because fake boobs are no good. No good. No good. (laughs) An inspiring message from Jason. (laughs) Jason Edgar, and I I approve that message. (laughs) I really do. Uh, Speaking of uh, approving messages, uh, there's a new (laughs) Ted Cruz commercial. (laughs) We're killing it on segways today. I know, dude. Killing it. Boom. Um, Segways. High five on segways. Uh, So, actually, there were two. You mentioned one commercial. I just saw another that was especially ridiculous and horrible. 
Yeah, like I haven't seen either one of them, but I need to. I really do. Uh huh. I god damn it. I haven't seen the Christmas table one. This is. Th- I've heard maybe yeah. it's like. It's like I don't even think it was like really authorized by him, but it yeah. was like some some maybe anonymous got a hold of it and was like, "This is the stupidest shit yeah. ever." The one I saw, he's in, yeah. so it's him and his family sitting on a couch, and it's a parody of like TV commercials for like Christmas books and things, or yeah. what, and it's him reading uh, his you know conservative Christmas books to his kids about things like how Obamacare stole Christmas and. <laughs> Uh, a bunch of other really bad gags, and then uh, ending with uh, the their favorite book of all, The Senator Who Saved Christmas, which is Ted Cruz, of course, the hero. And uh, it's this really cheesy image right. of them. And, and we gave everybody, every all the rich people, everything, mm-hmm. and let everybody starve to death. Uh, you guys should really just watch this thing. It's on the internet. It's just bad. Like, I, I mean, you know... Ted Cruz is a crazy person. Yeah, he's, he's an awful person. He's an awful person and a crazy person. He's like if Donald Trump and Ben Carson had a baby. Oh, I don't know about that. Yes, he is. I, 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 maybe maybe if he were... Maybe he's more quietly hateful, I guess, than Donald Trump, but... See what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I know. He gets pretty fucking... He gets pretty loud when he wants to. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, Grant, he's not a complete caveman like Donald Trump. Yeah. Fucking like, like, he says what we're all thinking. It's like, well, well if you're, you're a racist. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? You want to fuck your daughter? Is that like... <laughs> what we're all really? thinking. That's what you're all thinking? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'd be dating her. I'd be dating... And everybody laughed. <laughs> no. No. No, you fucking hillbilly. <laughs> That's a weird-ass <laughs> thing to say. Seriously. But Pretty I, much what we're saying is you don't have to be ri- You don't have to be poor to be white trash. That's what... Yeah. That's just truth. <laughs> you can hate anything different than you. Right. What a no matter how wealthy you are. Shit. God damn it. I hate Donald Trump. Oh, I, hope yeah. he, hope he di- I hope Ben Carson shits in his mouth. I really do. <laughs> but, but yeah, the Ted Cruz thing was just like, it was such a cheesy commercial. It's yeah. like, man, like, can they really not get better comedy writers in this? Like, <laughs> you'd think that there would be some conservative comedians out there. Dennis can, Miller? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, that's... Maybe somebody who might go for your cause, but maybe maybe not any that are behind Ted Cruz. <laughs> and I, I mean, I guess with that, too, like, you're talking about someone who claims to be all about, like, family values and all that. So, like, your humor has to be so completely clean and, like, it, it's just going to be lame and boring and trying to appeal to everyone anyway right <laughs> but it's really bad i bet i'll link it in our uh our podcast nice link. it's it's pretty awful fucking ted cruz god damn it god <laughs> sick damn of it. that guy oh dude he's the worst he was like the big guy about the birth certificate it's like dude you're from canada like, like, <laughs> yeah like what are you talking about like yeah fucking you're all about maple syrup and hockey and shit like just calm down like <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> man, the whole birther thing at this point is like, why even bother? <laughs> right. Uh, they kind of laid off, I guess. They're like, oh, Obama's already, he's almost out of office anyway. <laughs> That's I hope Obama just goes on the last day. He's like, yeah, I am from Kenya. <laughs> and just, it's like, boom. Nailed it. I'm going to do a Tr- rain dance and shit. Tricked all you motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas. No, happy holidays, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's your Starbucks cup. Fuck off. <laughs> like, <laughs> throws. They just have like dump trucks of red cups. <laughs> <Bring it. laughs> 
So I don't really have a segue into our next thing. I was trying to think of something, but probably not going to happen. This is, we're shifting gears a bit into okay. uh, we've got this. I'm going to come up with one. Hold on. Keep going. Okay. So, okay. well, maybe this is uh, movie studios playing politics and dirty politics. <laughs> They're Ted <laughs> It's Cruising. not very good. They're Ted Cruz. Disney's uh, being the Ted Cruz of yeah. movie studios. So uh, if you've been following the whole Hateful Eight release, mm-hmm. uh, Tarantino had this idea of like a road show, basically. Yeah. He he's really trying to push the uh, reemergence of seventy millimeter, yeah. like you know, really big frame, uh, like IMAX screenings of actual film of his movie. Yeah, uh, really, really into it. The problem with that is there are barely any seventy millimeter theaters left in the country. Like most <laughs> most IMAX now is just IMAX digital. They got rid of the capability to so do seventy what, millimeter. What's what's the big deal? Like what would be the big reason for it. Why you do 70 millimeter yeah, in digital? As opposed to digital. Uh, is it, it more just nostalgia or what, what? It's a little bit of both. I mean, it's there's a different quality to a digital image versus something being shown on film. There yeah. is a warmth to film, but it depending on who you ask, right. uh, it's it depend. Some people would say it's a much bigger thing than others. Most gotcha. people. Most people, if you were to show them a digital reel versus a film, the difference is not that big. Yeah. Like, at least as far as, like, like all, technically the Sony Millionaire, even though it's not a digital resolution, it's a higher image quality. Sure. Then, but, like, it's really hard. So it's just, like, HD to standard, pretty much. Except probably more negligible than that. Really? And, and you do have to worry about, with film, the degradation of the film over time. Like, remember mm-hmm. when you were younger, before digital was everything... Like, you'd see a movie a few weeks after it came out, and it's been, like, played over and over on different right. reels, and you have, like, more cigarette burns and, like, little flickers and stuff yeah. on the... <laughs> like, it, it's... It, it does degrade, but, like, there is there is a nostalgia, and there's a warmth to 70mm, and especially shooting on 70mm, you can get some really incredible images that you uh, just don't get, really, on digital, digital but... But yeah, it's, it's been really tough for him to pull because it's way harder to work with seventy millimeter. You need trained projectionists to actually do it, yeah. as opposed to like digital, where it's just hitting a button these days. Right. And uh, lots of studios didn't do it, but one of the ones that did uh, or was going to do it was the Cinerama Dome uh, in Hollywood, which is uh, it's part of ArcLight. It's a famous yeah, it's awesome. Theater. I love it's the really dome. cool. Uh, I've only I've only gone to that once and it was for uh the cornetto trilogy just all back to back to back mm-hmm. like uh you know Shaun of the dead uh yeah, I saw, Fuzz world i Zen. saw super eight in there nice and i was really stoned it was <laughs> it's a really it's cool just, yeah it's really and like the sound is like almost perfect yeah for uh for a theater because it just it feels mm-hmm. like you're it's surrounding you yeah it feels like you're actually in the fucking film yeah so the idea was of like all the theaters in the country, practically, the Cinerama Dome was like the one you'd want to see right. Hateful Eight in. Oh, they wanted to premiere it. Yeah, the, yeah. And, which is, uh, would be perfect. So Disney goes to Arclight and tells them, uh, you can't do that because we want Star Wars to be in there that week. Yeah. And like Arclight didn't want to. They wanted to have the big premiere for Hateful Eight. So Disney threatened to pull Star Wars from Arclight theaters altogether. They, they strong-armed them, said they wouldn't even get Star Wars unless they gave over the Cinerama Dome week, you know, a week after Star Wars has been out. or a, a, Yeah, I guess exactly a week after. Yeah. So shitty. Right? It's such an evil thing and so petty, and I wonder how much of it has to do with 
bad blood between Disney and Tarantino, but uh, because he's gone with Weinstein and mm. done all his movies with them after they split from Miramax, which was a Disney studio. Mm. It's it's really really shitty. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was like give him a fucking two hours, like yeah, let him premiere. For I, I feel like even if they gave it a week so right. that it, like they were maybe alternating between Star Wars and Hateful Eight for a week yeah. on there, given how few venues Hateful Eight was supposed to be coming out on Christmas anyway, yeah. it'd be like, just share it. But no, no, they uh, completely wiped it out. It's not getting fuck not Disney. getting the cinema. Yeah, you are mad about this. I'm pissed off because yeah. fuck Star Wars. I'll <laughs> you say are, it. You're very against the new Star not Wars. Not a big fan of Star Wars, period. Uh-huh. Empire Strikes Back was cool. Oh, yeah. I like that one a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then the last fight of of Phantom Menace and the last fight of Revenge of the Sith. Otherwise... Really? You have more highlights from the prequels than you do the original trilogy. Yeah. Wow. Fucking fuck Ewoks. Oh, wow. Yeah. Drug addict Care Bears? Is that like, seriously, they're homeless Care Bears. There are a lot of problems There's with the Return of the Jedi, yeah. actually. And everybody's like, that's the best one? No, it's fuck not. That Empire's movie. the best one. Every yeah. real, real Star Wars fans will tell you Empire is the best yeah. one. Or a New Hope. Some people will go New Hope because it's original. It's really iconic. That one's all right. I don't a hate New that Hope's one. good. Yeah. Uh, those are those are really the two best. The new Return ones, of the Jedi. I mean, fucking Princess yeah. Leia and Luke Skywalker, damn near finger fucking, and they're just, <laughs> that, was, that was Empire where they kissed. Actually. Yeah, they're, Returns the one where they find out that their brother and sister. They're banging on the side. That's in the deleted <laughs> scenes. Okay, and they're like, oh god, oh god, that's canon. Oh, <laughs> the new one I actually liked a lot. I mean, granted, the worst one is in the prequels. Attack of the Clones is one of the worst movies. Attack I've ever of the Clones is terrible. Phantom Menace. Rewatching that again was tough. Yeah, that movie's. Like, Garbage. worse than I remember. And it's not, like, I remembered for a long time that, you know, it's not a good movie, but at least it felt kind of like the originals. Like, Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith feel a lot different. Yeah. They don't they don't have, I don't know, the tone of the original movies. But Phantom Menace is just, it's a series of shit happening without any buildup or any feeling of payoff. It's just scene after scene after scene with, like, no stakes. Nobody's interesting. <laughs> Or, like, right. Like it's just They're like he's gonna be evil or good in like twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like it. It starts out with Jedi going to a trade federation to discuss a blockade, which is boring already. But then they don't even bother to introduce the characters or give Obi Wan or Qui Gon anything, any character traits or anything. The movie just starts. And it's like okay, the Jedi are fighting then. Okay, now they're on Naboo. Now they're running through here. Now they ran into Jar Jar. Now they're underwater. Now they're in this. Like, they never take any time to give, make you give a shit about any of it. Right. It's just stuff happening. Which shouldn't be too much of a problem to give a shit about Obi Wan Kenobi. Right. It he should have taken be two seconds. Yeah. Because you have that, like, connection from the original movies, but you, it, they totally fail on it. Attack of the Clones, like, is not a good movie. And uh, there are a lot of things that don't make sense at all about it. And the romance is just horrible. And Hayden Christensen is just god-awful. Yeah. Yeah. He's bad. Yeah. Hayden Christensen is like my top five worst actors I don't think it's his fault, though. No, he's garbage. I think... I I don't think anybody would have been able to pull that off. Fair as enough, many, or at but least not well. Like, he's he's garbage. Yeah, so have you seen like he anything else he's ever done? Like no, I've heard he. There's at least one movie that he's supposed to be pretty good in, or that came out before that. That was mainly why he was cast in. Oh, Star Wars. Life is a House or something. Maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. I don't know. Like I I feel like he gets a bad rep partially because of Star Wars and how like how do you say a no. line like. 
when Obi-Wan says, you're it, you're turning to the dark side, or it, this is wrong, Anakin, you're evil. And he says something like, from my perspective, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> it's like, how do you make something that on the nose and that shitty work? <laughs> or or like when with the love scenes in Attack of the Clones with the whole like, I, I don't like sand, it's rough and coarse and gets everywhere. Not like you, you're soft and smooth. Like, <laughs> how do you say that without it being just awful? Finger bang, bang, <laughs> you into the night. <laughs> it's it's so bad. and And I don't think he could have, I don't know. I don't think he does a good job with Dude, it. Dude, he, like, watch any of his other stuff. He's, <laughs> I mean, fucking top five worst. Yeah, actor really. Ever. I, a guy makes Keanu Reeves look like Marlon Brando. <laughs> okay, like. I'll, I'll give uh, Ewan McGregor that the prequels show off how good he is. Yeah. Just because he is given shit material, yeah. but you still like him. Right. Uh, especially in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Like, he still has an air about him that's really cool. And yeah, like, dude, he you feels like shit. He feels like Obi Wan, but yep. yeah, even though he's given nothing interesting to do at all, other than like fight Anakin at the end. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, the new ones, new ones actually good, pretty good movie. Uh, yeah, it, like it, it echoes a lot with New Hope, but it's it works. But still, you're like fuck Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I'm not because, a big fan. Yeah, I mean, I'll probably see it. Yeah, like when it goes to the dollar fifty theater. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, I'm not. I wasn't fuck Star Wars until Disney decided right. to fuck with my Cinerama Dome Hateful Eight, Eight experience because I was really looking forward to that. Yeah, and uh, so, but now, so now if they're gonna be petty. I'll take the low road. I like taking the low road in life. Fuck Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> you came down. You have a side. Yeah, you're sticking with it. Not fair. Whatever. No. Life isn't fair. Hey, Disney owns Star Wars. They pulled that shit. You so. Know. Fuck Disney, fuck Mickey, and fuck Star Wars. <laughs> like done. Yeah, Mickey oh. Mouse is a piece of shit. <laughs> Never really cared for him. Yeah, you know, fuck him. Pretty weak. <laughs> like seriously. Yeah. Oh, Goofy and Donald tag team kicking the shit out. Oswald. Any day. Seriously. Oswald the rabbit that Sonic the Hedgehog fucks him up. They- Mario gets in a piece. <laughs> Every, every other fictional character just kicks the shit out of Mickey Mouse. You know that, uh, yeah, he wasn't supposed to originally be the mascot for Disney. It was uh, it was going to be Oswald the Rabbit. But, oh, yeah. But, no, yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, Mickey Mouse picked up, and uh, so, yeah, we can even be like, yeah. no, man, I'm with Oswald. Oswald. <laughs> Team Oswald. The, I, I, hope, <laughs> I hope Oswald gets the brunt, like, he gets first dibs. Yeah, totally. And, like, Mario and Sonic hold him down while, like... Well, the Mario Sonic connection is interesting. Yeah, I'm just going fictional characters right, here. Just any cartoon mascot, like just, Roger Rabbit, gets yeah. in there. I hope Count Dracula, like, Count Chocula, Count even. Chocula, the Tricks Rabbit, because he's been getting nothing but shit yeah. for 50 years. I hope he takes it all out on Mickey. <laughs> like, tricks are for kids. Yeah, but revenge is for any for rabbits. Seriously. <laughs> Just fucks him up. Macaulay Culkin. Oh, yeah, Home Alone, the new. Home Alone thing. Hope he <laughs> goes like ape shit on Mickey like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Just dying. Yeah. Fuck it, let's get Mickey. <laughs> get Mickey. That's my Christmas it message. Sounds like an Elmore Leonard story. <laughs> let's get him. Let's get him. <laughs> but yeah, I don't, know, I don't know what else there is to say other than that. Other than like Disney, that's such a dick move. I know. And, like it's, 
There's no good Ruined reason for my it. My Christmas. Like, like, oh man, poor Star Wars made $235 million on its opening weekend. It really needs that one theater right. that much. Yeah. People will see Star Wars. Yeah. And it, it already has the Cinerama Dome. Like, Most I, people are going to see the Star before, Wars movie in the Cinerama Dome are trying to see it this week. Because before this, I was like, because never, I've never really been the biggest fan of Star yeah. Wars to begin with, but yeah. I've seen them all. I'm like, yeah. Oh, that's cool. I mean, they're whatever. I think they're, I mean... Especially the old ones. The old ones mm-hmm. have a lot of cheese dick factors. <laughs> oh yeah, they do. And the new <laughs> ones less cheesy than the originals. But I mean, yeah. it has to be basically. Yeah. But but it still has like that kind of fun spirit to it that the yeah. originals did, and the prequels were totally missing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, still not cool, Disney. Yeah, not cool at all. Not cool. So you ruined my Christmas. <laughs> ruined. Yeah, you yeah. were. Well, you weren't sure if you were gonna be able to see it anyway, right? Oh, no, I'm going to see it. Well, I mean over, like, Christmas. Probably not on, yeah. on Christmas. Rebid, I got tickets for Hateful Eight for Christmas Eve. So nice. we're definitely seeing it. But, nice. yeah, excited about that. Oh, yeah. Any new Tarantino movie, yeah, reason to be thrilled. It's them and the Coen Brothers. I'm like, yes, absolutely. Hail Caesar. Get yeah, it, get and you're not face. even a big fan of all Coen Brothers movies. But no. you can still see them. No, 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 I love most of them. Yeah. There's only a couple. Like, you hated Serious Man. I know, I need to watch it again, though. Yeah, you feel I like... Did, I found it for $2 at a used DVD store, okay. so I bought it. Okay, you're going to yeah. give it another shot. Give it another shot. Yeah. But I don't really... I didn't really like that one. I didn't really like... Uh, Intolerable Cruelty is a little weak. Yeah. And uh, Blood Simple is a little weak. I like Blood Simple. But other than that, I love yeah. like everything they got. Yeah. Uh, Miller's Crossing was just like... Really? Uh, it, Miller's was like, Crossing. it was yeah. good. Yeah. But... Uh, like, when I talk about movies I love, it's like movies I can watch again. Yeah. Like, I can watch Barton Fink right now. Yeah. I can watch Raising Arizona right now. Yeah. You know, Fargo. Uh, Fargo, Big Lebowski. Big Lebowski, Big Lebowski you can watch oh, anytime yeah. ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Brother War, though. No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Burn After Reading. I even Burn like After, Burn After, Burn After Reading. Burn After Reading is really underrated. That's yeah. an awesome movie. Oh, uh, dude. Brad Pitt's the fucking shit in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. And, uh,. And so Hail Caesar, and like I'm super stoked. I hope, about that yeah, movie. I hope that's really good. I'm looking forward to it. You haven't, you still haven't watched Fargo the series, right? No, I have not. Should really give it, like it's not the Coen Brothers, but it feels like yeah. the Coen Brothers okay. thing. Totally worth seeing. Uh, with that, uh, <coughs> I'm let's dying, move into. By the way. Sorry, audience, I'm dying. Yeah, you wanted to talk about the SAG Awards. Yeah, I was as a member of SAG. Well, this this applies to you. You yes. can actually vote on these things. You I get can. screeners for these things. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen almost any of these movies, but well, we can... I'll bring over the screeners. We'll watch yeah. some of them. I mean, all right. So we've got a yeah. Go ahead. Uh, okay. I guess we can just read off some of them. Okay. So best actor, uh, we got uh, Brian Cranston for Trumbo, Johnny Depp for uh, Black Mass, Leonardo DiCaprio for The Revenant, Michael Fassbender for Steve Jobs, and Eddie Redmayne. For the Danish girl, so, I've seen three out of five. Nice, you've seen Trumbo, uh, Black, Black Mass, Mass, and Steve Jobs. And Steve Jobs, that's right. So, um, got a favorite? I would go with probably Michael Fassbender. Really? Maybe you were either Brian Cranston, one of the two. Yeah, I definitely would I, give it to Johnny Depp. Yeah, last week you said you thought Michael Fassbender was really impressive. Yeah, and, like mm-hmm. I didn't even because like the only thing I'd ever seen him in was Twelve Years a Slave. <laughs> yeah, so it was totally different. And I was like looking, I was like, is that Steve Jobs? Like I'm not even hundred percent sure. Because I was like, that does not look like Steve, or 12 Years a Slave, Steve Jobs. For a few years there, he was in everything. And, like, he is really good. Like, he can disappear into roles. Like, he makes shame as good as it is. He he makes you believe that sex addiction is a real thing. (laughs) And, uh, (laughs) he, uh... (laughs) 
He's he's good. Uh, even in some like Prometheus, he's like one of the high points of that movie, and he's playing basically like an emotionless droid guy. Nice. And, yeah. He's good. Yeah. Uh, best female. I've I haven't seen any of them. I've I've been bad. <laughs> Which I'm ones a are there? Misogynist piece of shit. <laughs> uh, Kate Blanchett and Carol, Brie Larson and Room, Helen Mirren and Woman in Gold. Uh, Saros Ronan for Bro- Ronan, yeah. uh, Brooklyn and Sarah Silverman for I Smile Back. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I want to see I Smile Back really bad. I want to see Brooklyn and I want to see Room. Yeah. And I want to see Carol. Yeah. I don't know about Woman in Gold. Uh, Helen Mirren's just like one of those British actors that are, bra- you know, it's just like, I get it. You you know everything about every character ever. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it. You're good. Yeah, like, we that's fantastic. It. Like, I don't feel anything from your performance, mm. but you know every detail about everything. Yeah. She <laughs> like, does her research. Right. Uh, 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 supporting actors, Christian Bale, The Big Short, Idris Elba, Beast of No Nation, Mark Rylance for Bridge of Spies, Michael Shannon for 99 R- Homes, and Jacob Trim- Trimbley for Room. I haven't seen any of those either. I haven't seen any of those either. And uh, I've I, been, I really want to see 99 Homes a lot. Yeah. And, and I'm interested about Idris Elba and Beast of No Nation because it's the first movie uh, nominated from Netflix. Oh, yeah. Cause, That's uh, kind of a big deal. Yeah, because at least the first film. So Yeah. Because, you know, House of Cards. Yeah, they get all sorts of Block TV. is handling business. Oh, I yeah. Would, I would assume, like, with the, you know, the Emmys, but... Yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, what else? Oh, I kind of want to see The Big Short. Oh, I really want to see The Big Short. I'm very interested because Adam McKay directed that. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, yeah um, he's kind of branching into a little bit more dramatic stuff. And you can tell he's wanted to do something about that for a while. Like, yeah. The well, other guys like, is basically about the banks. <laughs> and, yeah. like, and then Anchorman 2 had a lot yeah. of, like, you know, the media's fucked up. This yeah. is how it became yeah. so fucked up. He's definitely getting more into social commentary with his movies. Yeah. So it's next step for him, I guess. And I do want to see uh, Bridges Spies and haven't seen that yet. Yeah, I want to see that, too. Uh, uh, written by the Coen Brothers. Oh really? Mm-hmm. I had no they, idea. They wrote. Uh, they at least wrote the dialogue. I don't know okay. if they wrote the whole thing. Because I mean, but they at least punched it up. New Spielberg movie is a reason for me to see it alone. Like Spielberg, no. even his weaker films, like he's he's such a masterful like director. He's just yeah, that, Spielberg. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> one of my favorite jokes ever is uh, Robin Williams is on the fucking Academy like Oscars, uh-huh. and he's just like. Uh, in the case of an emergency, just a file Academy Awards protocol. Uh, Steven Spielberg first. Everybody else on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he's great. He can do blockbuster stuff. He can do like your big award dramas too. Like he's, he can do quieter films. He can do big movies. But like his big movies still always feel like they're still kind of intimate. Like they're about mm-hmm. the characters and you know, like some like War of the Worlds. It's the whole world is being attacked by aliens, but it's following like a small group of people and right. makes it human. He's, right, for he's sure. Good. So, Tim Robbins is a fucking shit in that movie. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, uh, supporting actor, I've seen, I've seen two or three of this mm-hmm. one. Or supporting actress, I'm sorry, or female actor. PC, yes. PC, don't go Is that, it, is that go. how they classify that now? Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Rooney, Mara, and Kara, which I want to see. Uh, that's one of the ones I haven't seen. Rachel McAdams in Spotlight, which she was pretty good in that. Uh, Helen Mirren in Trumbo, which she was she was great. She was, I'll give her that one. She was a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> like Alicia uh, Vikander for The Danish Girl and Kate Winslet for Steve Jobs. Yep, I haven't seen any. Haven't seen any of them? Let me no? see. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think I've seen any. Yeah, I I haven't checked out many award movies this year Jesus. at all. 
because they all come out at the very end of the year. All right. So like, well, I'll, I'll get stuff. most of them. Uh, I'll look up uh, the, the screeners I get. Yeah. I'll bring some over. Haven't seen a single one of the ones mentioned so far. And uh, so, ooh, straight out of Compton. For oh yeah, uh, best ensemble. What all's up for that? Uh, Beast of No Nation, Big Short, Spotlight, Straight Outta Compton, and Trumbo. I have seen Straight Outta Compton. Okay, and I, I, that's I like know. one of the few oh, movies I haven't seen. It's pretty good. Yeah, it's, I want to uh, see that. It's not. I don't. <laughs> I don't feel like it's really like best of the year quality or anything. Yeah. And like the like obviously it's based on true events, so there's only so much they can do with story. But like it does kind of fall off at the end or like yeah. it gets a little unfocused. Like the first half is a lot stronger, I think. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, all the people are, all the actors they got are great. Nice. They're, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a, it's a very entertaining movie. Yeah. Like, okay. The, you know, there, there's only one thing that really bummed me about, like really was like, okay, fuck you. It's <laughs> like, they got ice cube son to play ice cube. He's good though. I know, I know. <laughs> I like, mean, he should well, be. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. Like, like, who would you not? Like, why would you not cast him? Yeah. Well, they kept on every interview. They're like, oh, I really got th- ran through the ringer. Like, I really had to earn this role. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure like, the audition and process was just break. really hard. Really, you had to be in a room with a hundred other actors, just like sitting there, like a cattle piece. Of, like, probably, piece of me. they probably made him audition just to make it just. Not because they were seriously going to pick someone else, but just yeah, so that's on record. Me? Like, oh yeah, you just like everybody else. He wasn't going to get it. Give me yeah. a fucking break. Yeah. <laughs> Give me like, like, come on. But yeah, like he could have blown that audition to holy hell and still got it. <laughs> Reba told me she's like, yeah, the, uh, the original <laughs> trailers for that confused me because I was like, is Ice Cube playing himself? <laughs> it's like, no, no, it's his son. And he's younger. <laughs> No, you know what uh, Ice Cube Jr. should have done? He should have read the part like Ice Cube from Are We There Yet? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I think it would have been... It would have been a very unique take on that, you know? (laughs) Really, really trying to encapsulate all things Ice Cube in one movie. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, yeah, I got it. People are dying. (laughs) We had our... Okay. I think that's it. I think that's really it. For With film. movies, the TV, there's other stuff. Well, TV, I don't. You want to talk see, about TV? I, I could talk about, but oh, yeah, not, let's like, do it. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Outstanding performance by Stunt Ensemble Two, which is I'm I'm glad that that's a thing now. This is <laughs> right. the first year they've done that. Stunt teams deserve this kind of recognition because they do crazy work. They almost die. Yeah, like they, straight up. And the amount, like the amount of coordination that goes into yeah. a lot of those is like, just nuts. When I was doing a episode of Shame, we were fighting and shit. Yeah. And, like, the dude was, like, the stunt coordinator, and he almost died on don't mess with the Zohan. Yeah, like... Like, how awful would that have been if he almost... If he would have died Mm -hmm. for don't mess with the Zohan? (laughs) It'd be ridiculous. That'd be so... That's just... I felt for the guy. I was like, man, you almost died for a piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like, if you're gonna die for a movie, it better, you know... Like, at least Happy Gilmore or something. Yeah, or even, like, like, some, like, Mad Max, you'd be like, man, we made Mad Max awesome, because we... It's like, oh, nope, it was Zohan. Yeah, Zohan. It's an incredibly forgettable Adam Zandler movie. God damn it. Where he's a hairdresser terrorist. Yeah, we we actually saw that one. I remember at Dollar Theater while I was out here. We were both like, man, that movie sucks. That movie was a pile of shit. (laughs) Well, because, like, wasn't it written by Judd Apatow? So. Well, he produced like it. I don't, okay, he so might have had a writing credit just because he was a big name at the time. So <laughs> sure. like, they might have been like, hey, Judd, can you like punch up a couple jokes on here? Right. 
But, so we were like, okay, let's give it a shot. Well, and that was while you were still like, yeah, Adam Sandler. Most of what he does is good. <laughs> yeah, because I, I still like <laughs> Click, and I like the, and now Pronounce You Chuck and Larry, which came out around the same time. Yeah. And, uh, but oh my God, fuck everything else now. Yeah. So let's see, moving on to TV, uh, outstanding performance by a male actor in a miniseries or television movie. There's Idris Elba in Luther, King, Ben Kingsley in Tut. Uh, Ray Liotta in Texas Rising, Bill Murray in A Very Murray Christmas, and uh, Mark Rylance in Wolf Hall. I yeah. Haven't seen, I haven't seen any of those. I want to see A Very Merry Christmas. It's so on bad. Netflix. I know. Yeah. I want to see it I so just, bad. I think it's funny that he's nominated for being himself in a Christmas <laughs> special. That, yes. That's how much people love Bill Murray. Because Bill Murray's the shit. He's pretty awesome. Um, let's see. Outstanding performance by a female actor in a miniseries or television movie. There's Nicole Kidman in Grace and Monaco, Queen Latifah in Bessie, uh, Bessie, Christina Ricci in The Lizzie Borden Chronicles, Susan Sarandon in The Secret Life of Marilyn Monroe, and Kristen Wiig in The Spoils Before Dying. I never see like any of those. I, I mean, haven't seen any of them. I, I, I can't remember the last time I saw one of those at all. Yeah. I kind of wanted to see You Don't Know Jack a few years ago. Yeah. But I never got around it, to it. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I think it's hilarious that Kristen <laughs> Wiig's up for The Spoils Before Dying because it was like a spoof of miniseries and TV <laughs> movies and stuff. Like, she's purposely playing a ridiculous character. Yay. Uh, there was a... God, what was the... The Spoils of Babylon was the original one they mm. did, which Reba and I watched. We haven't watched Spoils Before Dying, which I heard yeah. was a little better, but, it, uh, yeah, it, it's goofy and over-the-top melodramatic, and uh, Will Ferrell opens each one as, like, the fake author of the story that they adapted and stuff. Nice. It's... Yeah, so to see that nominated for a SAG award is pretty great. Uh, let's see, outstanding performance by a male actor in a drama series. There's Peter Dinklage in Game of Thrones, John yeah. Hamm in Mad Men, Rami Malek in Mr. Robot, Bob Odenkirk in Better Call Saul, and Kevin Spacey in House of Cards. I've seen everything but Mr. Robot in that category. You ever... I've heard, heard it's like good. I've heard it's really good, but I've heard the ending's kind of weak. I mean, oh yeah, they kind of mixed reviews from the okay. ending. But uh, I need to just watch it. Um, of those though, that that's like a really tough category. Uh, right. I I'd probably go and probably go Bob Odenkirk and Better Call Saul, just because like he he had so much to do in that. You know, like he's playing this pre-established character, but adding all these new dimensions to it because now he's not just like a goofball. <laughs> like you know, he's the hero of the story, kind of, and you what feel was what was that Bob was Odenkirk in uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah, like you feel for this guy. And uh, have you watched it yet? No, but so it, good. He's a piece of garbage. No, no, he's not though. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? You're Better Call mind. Saul. You should you should watch okay. Better Call Saul. It's okay. great. Because uh, <laughs> it's it's more it's like a show about a guy. I liked Breaking Bad, but uh -huh. I, I think it was like I think it just got a little overhyped for me. I was yeah. like, kind of like okay. I love Breaking Bad. Yeah. Like, Probably You're my one favorite. Of the dudes who did probably it. one of my favorite shows. Or Son of a bitch. Definitely one of my favorites. Maybe my favorite show of all time. Well, I'm just fart perfect. <laughs> okay. But Bob Odenkirk <laughs> is good, and and Better Call Saul. Like yeah, he, you see him before he's Saul. Like his name is Jimmy McGill. He's a small time lawyer. Uh, Jimmy it, McGill. He's working on his own agency. Like he could have been part of a much bigger thing a while ago. But, like, it, it, it's about a man who wants to be a good person and wants to do the right thing, but every time he does, he just gets kicked into the teeth, 
And whenever he does give into his worst impulses, he always like benefits greatly. So it's all about a guy who's rewarded for doing the bad thing. <laughs> nice. And it's, it's good. Uh, so if you haven't watched, you're not caught up on like game of Thrones. You no. didn't really watch Mad Men. No, I don't have cable. You've watched, you've watched house of like, cards. Uh, I didn't watch the new season of house cards. I haven't. I've, I've seen like two episodes. Okay. So I'm behind one day. Yeah. I'm a, when I have money, one day one day like that's my goal in life everybody else is like I want to see Paris I'm like I want to I just want to watch TV <laughs> yeah there's just too much good stuff out there yeah right like uh, you can you can have Paris I don't you know, Eiffel Tower <laughs> like fucking people smoking when they're eight I, I get it <laughs> like fucking being all informed and shit like it's cool mm-hmm. <laughs> like I, I get I, the gist but you know just yeah watch it's TV. whatever like fucking I, I watched you know a movie in France once. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Just, I I think a lot of people, like, if you could just freeze time to catch up with all this stuff, yeah. it'd be nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm good. Yeah. Fuck it. So we got Outstanding Performance by a Female Actor in a Drama Series. There's Claire Danes in Homeland, <laughs> uh, Viola Davis in How to Get Away with Murder, Juliana Margulies in The Good Wife, Maggie Smith in Downton Abbey, and Robin Wright in House of Cards. I feel like they kind of half-assed all that. They're just like, well, what are some famous shows that it are on seems, TV? Like, but that seems like every category you've read so far. It's yeah. like, they've just given, like, did they just copy and paste, like, well, last year's thing? It's the SAG Awards. Yeah. A lot of actors are kind of busy. <laughs> and uh, they don't see everything. That's so they fair. see the popular things, and they put them down on a list, right. basically. Because, uh, like, Homeland, like, Claire Danes, yes, she's great in that show. She's always great in that show. But it's, like, it's not that great a season of Homeland. Yeah. Like, it's, I don't think, like, and she's been si- kind of sidelined in the second half. But then again, I mean, I mean, that's, I mean, that's more of a writing problem. Right. So. It, it, and, like, if she's consistently one of the best things, yeah. you know, I guess that's fair. And Robin Wright, too, like, I haven't seen the new season of House of Cards. She was really good in season two. Uh, but no. <laughs> I don't have much of an opinion on, on that. Season four? They had three seasons. Oh, I haven't seen the third one. yet, so I can't say. But mm-hmm. uh, outstanding performance by a male actor in a comedy series. There's Ty Burrell and uh, Modern Family. Yeah. With Louis C.K. and Louis. Yeah. Uh, William H. Macy and Shameless. Jim Parsons and The Big Bang Theory. And Jeffrey Tambor and Transparent. I feel it. like Jeffrey Tambor's going to win it. Yeah. Just because, like... Like, I'm always, yeah, I'm always, like, I still haven't seen Transparent, and yeah. It, yeah, I've heard it's a really good show, but, like, I'm always, like, wary when, like, most of the praise around it is, like, oh, it really makes you rethink, like, transgender people. Yeah. It's, like, that's nice, but is it, like, actually, like, a really good show, too, or yeah. is it more just that people like the message behind it, and, like, that's why you should watch it? Right. And I don't know, but I like Jeffrey Tambor. It's probably pretty good. Um, Lucy K. I, I don't think this was the best season of Louie or one of the better ones, really. Like, it was fine, but yeah. I wouldn't. And, it, like, it's always funny to see him get these acting awards when it's really, like, the writing and the right. direction that he does on the show that's really cool. Right. Uh, Ty Burrell, you like, I know, Martin Family. You were in Shameless, so, you know, you you gotta, gotta at least root a little bit. I guess, yeah, <laughs> sure, why not? Your show, man. I know. I was this close to working with the guy. Yeah, but you weren't in a scene with him. I know. <laughs> Damn it. But you were in a scene with uh, his daughter in it, who yes. is basically the protagonist of the show, yeah, really. she's sexy. <laughs> but, yeah, she in real me, life. She makes me happy in the pants, Ross. 
<laughs> now you've met her. This is an official record. I was uh, like, I know you're dating the director of the fucking show. <laughs> but, you know, okay. still. Come on. Come on, I won't tell anybody. You can use me like a piece of meat. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but my self-confidence isn't that high. To no, yeah, so you like, guess. <laughs> so, whatever. <laughs> like, so, uh, it's all good. <laughs> outstanding performance by a female actor in a comedy series. Uzo Aduba in Orange is the New Black, Edie Falco and Nurse Jackie, Ellie Kemper and Unbreakable. Is she still on? <laughs> what, uh, Jack, Nurse Jackie? I think, yeah. I think it was the last season. Oh, okay. Uh, Ellie Kemper in Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt, uh, Julia Lewis-Dreyfus in Veep, and Amy Poehler in Parks and Recreation. Uh, that's a loaded category. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of really good ones in that. I'll give you that one. Um, I would... <laughs> like, I've, I've seen all of them, God but Nurse it. Jackie... Dying. Yeah, you, you're you're having it rough right now. I'm dying. I'd actually go Ellie Kemper on Breakable Kimmy Schmidt. I, Holy I, shit! I thought she was hilarious in that. Okay, and yeah, uh, e- yeah. Even over all those others, Julia Lewis Dreyfus was awesome in Veep. Amy Poehler was great as usual in Parks and Recreation. Right. Uh, Uzo Aduba was still good. But like, oh, speaking of, have really you seen the her. most amazing video of Ron Swanson just drinking whiskey for forty five minutes? No, <laughs> he's most definitely just like in front of a fire. So it's just sitting there drinking whiskey. It's like Nick Offerman, just yeah. like it's not on a loop. It's just him. I'm pretty whiskey. sure it's just fucking him just sitting there. That's for, incredible. I haven't watched it, obviously. Yeah, holy it's, shit, it's a long time. So it might be on a loop, but like, <laughs> but it's just 45 minutes of him just in front of a campfire in a chair, like a fucking like like you look like he's about to read like a Christmas Carol. Yeah, and he's just enjoying himself. <laughs> doesn't say a word doesn't like break character or smile I've heard it's just like Nick Offerman's awesome yeah he's the shit <laughs> I love that guy he was in Fargo this year so uh, it was the funny. fuck out yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just shows up in a lot of stuff now nice uh, so last on TV there's outstanding performance by an ensemble in a drama series uh, <laughs> actually I guess second to last because they still have ensemble in comedy uh, Downton Abbey Game of Thrones Homeland House of Cards and Mad Men feel like Mad Men probably deserves that, although Game of Thrones has a really good ensemble, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Homeland's fine. House of Cards, you know, you've got great leads and stuff. Uh, Downton Abbey, I mean, yeah, but yeah. I don't know. Game of Thrones and Mad Men are my front runners. Okay. Uh, outstanding performance in an ensemble in a comedy series. There's Big Bang Theory, Key and Peel, which is hilarious to me. That there's like all these ensembles, which you know suggests a big team of people, and then there's Key and Peel, which is like these two guys were good. <laughs> then there's a uh, Modern Family, Orange is the New Black, Transparent, and Veep. I go Veep on that. Veep. Veep cast is amazing and hilarious, and yeah. And then there's stunt ensemble for Blacklist, Daredevil, Game of Thrones, Homeland, and Walking Dead, which you know again, yay, yay stunt people. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. That's, that's about it for SAG. Like there are all the Golden Globe nominees, but I look at those every year, and like especially with TV, since like I'm way more caught up on TV, it's just so obvious that they didn't even watch the best stuff on TV. They just like uh-huh. threw shit onto a list and didn't know what they're talking about. <laughs> it's really bad. The one they have on there. Like, Why would they? Oh God! Like I. I, like Empire is up for best show of the year, but Mad Men's not, or The Leftovers, or The Americans, like all sorts of gr- like. There's so many great shows on TV, and it's like right. you're really gonna say Empire's the best or one of the top five greatest shows on TV? <laughs> Are you shitting me? Of course. 
And uh, there were other ones on there, too, that are like, okay, that, you know, fine, I'm sure it's entertaining, but right. give me a break. Like, <laughs> there was some <laughs> amazing stuff on TV this year, and they just ignore it. Because oh. it's just like 14 guys in some, or whatever, in some organization that pretends to mean something. But yeah, that, that's probably about it for this episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> we had our awards, we had... Uh, sorry, I was... I... Got you got distracted. Yeah, I got an audition. So oh, I was, like, nice. Painted, I was trying to figure out what Can it was. Can you say what so. it's for? Uh, sure. I mean, you know, I don't even know what it is. Oh, you don't know what it is. Bella and the Bulldogs? Bella and the Bulldogs. Never even heard of it. So uh, look for Bella and the Bulldogs coming soon. Well, I mean, if I don't get Possibly. the part, then fuck no. the show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you do, then it's on record. It's, it's going <laughs> to be really great. It's the greatest show on television right now. You should definitely see it then. So, no. Anyway, that's probably it. For probably the first episode of the new year that we did, maybe <laughs> we'll see. Uh, yeah. If not, uh, then best then the last of the year. This is an important episode, no matter what. Yeah, everybody's everybody's dead. Yeah, for Christmas, everybody's <laughs> dead for. Christmas. Yeah, I actually don't know where that. I said Mom's yeah, dead. like oh yeah, totally. That, uh, Mom's dead. Yeah, yeah, you agreed with me. I'm like that's of a course. verbal agreement. Yeah, everybody's dead. Samson's can't dead. Can't go back on that. Samson's dead. Samson's hanging out with us. So uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Oh, I'm dying.